Hello, my friends, and welcome to the latest episode of Tea with Steve. In this episode, it's all about legacy, and it's very, very poignant right now because my guest, a good friend of mine, has identified with his team over the last few years how to identify disease through technology. And that's something which is really, really poignant right now, really key in our current society with the challenges we have with COVID-19. Now, you may say, what's this got to do with a personal brand podcast? Well, this man is building a legacy. And the purpose behind this legacy is based on his diagnosis of brain cancer just a couple of years ago. His purpose is, if we can detect cancer, if we could have detected his cancer, surely we can detect other diseases. So, lifelong mission. He's been on it now for two years, and they're breaking through and are backed by the US government. It's a long intro, guys, but I had to put some perspective on it for you. So, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Tea with Steve podcast with me, your host, Stephen Thompson. This is the show dedicated to helping you find your heart brand, your purposeful and profitable personal brand. I believe that everyone has a heart brand. It's their authentic self to drive growth in themselves and those around them, which has a positive impact in our world. We are in a who era. The who is being unapologetically you, and that is your heart brand. So join me in impacting one billion lives. Now let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of Tea with Steve. And this week, I have an amazing guest, an amazing individual. I'm going to really, really big him up because I'm super proud to know him. Um, gentleman did a TEDx talk last year, which I was privileged to watch. Um, he is producing or has produced, we'll, we'll, we'll frame it better for me in a minute, the technology to identify disease. He's worked with NATO and the government and he is creating a self, safer, healthier world to utilize data, which is literally in our hands. Mr. Doctor, should I say, Robert Adams, how the devil are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me on today, Steve. You're absolutely welcome. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And it's been a while since we've, well, it's been nearly a year since we've had a, any form of face-to-face. So what's going on? Tell me. I want to talk about your legacy. That's where, that's where this is all going today. Well, it's, it's quite easy. Uh, we looked at this problem in 2016 and I had just left the US government after spending a lot of time in uh, such places as Afghanistan and the Middle East and we saw a solution that needed to be solved and that was identity and during the process of being able to identify people we said well what about heart rate and pulse and all these things that we looked at for partial identity to prove the person's alive and we went to japan on a trip to meet with a japanese uh, kanagawa government in uh, yokohama and they said we like your identity solution and i said well thank you but we want to add health and i said oh we're not a health company we don't know anything about health that was 2017 moving the time forward and we just applied for our first patent and the patent was on identity, and uh, since 2017, we now have three additional patents. Uh, we achieved uh, each patent in an average of six months issued from the time you applied till it was issued, which is unheard of. And right. I've never written a patent before in my life. And one of the things that we started looking at because of the Japanese government was the flesh and the blood. When we look at your identity, we're going through the flesh and the blood, and we were ignoring it. We found that uh, 26 diseases we could identify using uh, artificial intelligence that we created. 
using uh, multiple markers. Um, give you an example working on right now with the White House, and we're going to be providing them a white paper. We're able to spot the antibodies when COVID-19 hits your bloodstream. Now, COVID-19 is a virus that's different from a bacteria. Okay. A bacteria would be like bacterial meningitis. A virus would be like AIDS. Would we'll give you an example. I'm not going to classify this, but because I'm not a MD, but from our perspective of a virus is very small, but what it produces in the body is an increased white blood cell count and a certain antibody to fight that uh, COVID-19. Now, the virus can reside in your body for a couple days, maybe before it even starts showing any effects. Now, right. we all know we're coming down with something. We feel a slight bit of ill. Now, that in Japanese is called medio. It's actually a Chinese word, but the Japanese have adopted it. So we call our product, um, our health product, medio, um, to pay homage to what they taught us and then what we went and took that. Uh, if it wasn't for the Japanese government, we've never done this. I think we're now at about 100 markers and 50 diseases. So the moment something occurs in your body, you have a healthy baseline. Yep. The moment something comes off, our AI says, well, this off means this. Let's see what the next reaction on the chain will be. It should be this. And when it sees the second step, it says, oh, you have so-and-so. Now, wouldn't it be nice if we could have your phone when you're checking your identity or your car, your IoT device, say, hey, look, you're coming down with a flu. Here's a prescription. And you don't even know you're sick yet. But, and then all of a sudden that evening, you feel that you're coming down with something. It finally hits your body. But your system, this intelligent phone that we keep in our pocket that is basically the computing power of what was sent to Apollo moon mission is in everybody's pocket. What if we utilize that with our AI and our monitoring system and it tells you you're going to come down the flu, puts the prescription on your phone, issues it to the pharmacy, puts it in the doctor's notice, precisely gives it to the CDC, Center for Disease Control. So we went and talked to the CDC and we said, we're going to give you all this data from hundreds of millions of users once we get it launched and you can correlate real live data instead of two or three week old data you can see it as it's happening and they call it trace tracking is what the key word is today okay. we started trace tracking when you, you when i when i spoke at tedx in july we know where you've been who's been around you the ai only sees this no big brother no personal information is shared Okay. Only you know, and your doctor knows. So therefore, that's key. Yeah, of course it is, because then you know if you've been ill, potentially who you could have infected. Correct. Which your is system vital knows, right now. Which is vital, and we spoke about our next pandemic in July, and now all of a sudden, here's a pandemic. Yep. Now, I had no involvement in that. <laughs> God did, if you want to call it God or Mother Nature, however you want to label it, on this Easter weekend, but. If we can track the antibodies produced because of COVID-19 is what we're writing a paper on, actually started last night yeah. with our medical team, and then the white blood cells will spike and certain other uh, indicators will tell you false coming, 
just like the indicators will tell you you have COVID-19. If we can see these within hours after you being infected, how many less people will you infect if all of a sudden I got alert on my phone and it said, you have COVID-19, stop? Well, you wouldn't need to tell me to stop. I'd no. freeze. And I would immediately take precautions and turn myself into a medical system where I can get treatment. And they would know exactly who and what I've been around. How many people, how many lives can we save if we use the technology that is right there to track our medical instead of just our steps that we're walking? Millions. That's be, millions. Be smart is what Absolutely. I say. 100%. So the question is, okay, and I know the answer, but my listeners are not going to answer. Why? did you go into this because i want to talk because it's your it's, this is a legacy that we're, you're building and there's a really poignant story around it and i'd like you to share it please let's pull <laughs> well, let's, i'm pulling out pull their heartstrings out <laughs> well yeah thank you i pre appreciate that um in 2016 i was diagnosed with um gbm a brain cancer a very um a very bad brain cancer uh very bad type of cancer this um made me panic first was panic uh I, I i i've done nothing to deserve this and then the second thing is you're at peace um i've had to go for a lot of chemo a lot of radiation and you'll be the first to see i have a head of hair again yeah check you out look at them long i, I have never had a hair like this in my life <laughs> that's epic Always always military prim and proper and <laughs> i'm not cutting it I, no, I don't care hell i wish i could grow my hair again <laughs> <laughs> well you know i don't wish 56 plus treatments of radiation no. and chemo for no, you i've gone through three sets of radiation chemo two surgeries um I, I always touch the scar i know exactly where it is on the back of my head where they, 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 they operated. I've gone through um, countless treatments, uh, stem cell treatments in Germany. Um, I've gone through um, immune system uh, suppression, which is what I'm on now. Yeah. So uh, I've been to Japan for treatment. I've been to Germany. I've been to the Mayo Clinic. Don't give up. Whether you want to call it God, the sun, nature, somebody out there has a plan for you. In a million years, I would have never thought that I was writing a patent. And I would have never guessed that five years ago, I'm going to be here. I, five years ago, I was expecting to be at my next duty post in some Pakistan or Iran. or I didn't care. I like working in those because I thrive in those environments to achieve and making something out of nothing and showing people how to make their lives better. Yep. So taking that same passion, we've done that with our company. And I, I, I just simply say, don't give up. If you, you're fighting depression, don't give up. You're fighting staying at home, don't give up. There are, there are people in jail that are fighting depression and must sit next to people in, in a room with COVID-19 or, or rapists or murderers. No matter what happens in your life, Tomorrow's going to be a better day or next week or next year. It's going to get better eventually. It is never going to stay the same. If you give up, 
you give in. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, and I always remember this when he started the ice rink in Irvine, California. It was an open, open-faced ice rink with no walls, and it's a hot environment. He he says never give up. You lose a hundred percent of the time if you don't take the shot. Yeah. And we started this company on a whim, and it's turned from just identity biometrics into identity biometrics and health. We're at the ability now where we think. We're pretty confident that we can see the COVID-19 or any type of viruses by looking at the, the way the body reacts and then looking for those symptoms. The AI, we're teaching it to look for those. If we can do that, we can get back to work. We can prevent people from being infected by not being able to go out. We can say, look, you've got COVID-19, stay in. Yeah. And our whole goal, my whole goal while I'm fighting brain cancer is to leave something that is going to change the world. So don't sit on your duff. Don't waste your time. We have X number of days on this earth. Use every second of it. And my friend, how are you sharing this message with people? Every day I tell everybody, move forward, push harder. Don't waste your time. Let's produce things that we no will change the world. We're not, our goal is not in it for the money. If I wanted the money, I would have quit. We had a $480 million offer our first year. And we've been in business two years, three months. And multiple patents now. It's not about the money for us. It's about changing lives. And when you look at it from that viewpoint, the money is a byproduct. Yeah. It's a necessary byproduct from hard work. We're not focused on that. No one in the company gets paid. No one takes a salary. Everybody's expenses are covered. Everybody gives back because we know the public offering in 21, 22, whenever that will occur, that for the employees, as long as I take care of my employees and my people that are part of the team, that to me is more important than me. By putting others first, that's what's vital, I feel. And I, when I worked for the government, it was not like that. It was the opposite. 100%. The government was, you know how the government is. They just yeah, I, yeah. I was a policeman for ten years, and I see what's yeah. going on now. And then you know, I, I will probably cause some controversy by saying what I'm about to say, but I am gobsmacked that the police service are asking retired police officers to come back and do frontline duties. Bear in mind yeah. their level of age and health; they're going to be high risk. Well, they're doing that here, and they're doing it with nurses and doctors because they know for a fact it's all, it's all what we call back in the day an actuary. They, they look up and they say, oh, well, if we put these people here, they're going to die before the younger ones. We'll have the younger ones. They all know I know, what's going I know. On. And it sounds really horrible for you and I to discuss that and be completely open, but we're, we're just saying what people are thinking. Um, and, yeah. and that is what's happening. I've got you know, a good friend of mine, good businessman, solid, huge heart, family retired from the police set up his own company got a really successful company and he's gone back to the met and i'm like oh. i don't get me wrong go back but do it as an advisory role from a distance get on the phone yeah. you can you can still manage teams of people but don't put yourself and your family at risk because we will lose so many good minds exactly you're gonna lose all that legacy and that was one of the things when i first went to work for the embassy in afghanistan they had no legacy. They threw me a, a box of business cards and they said, here, here's your legacy. Go, go, go 
I'll go contact all these people. I said, don't you have this computer rights? Oh, no, there's no legacy here. We don't keep records. We don't want anybody to know what we're doing. Wow. I created a whole new operating system to make sure by from scratch using a product called Goldmine, using a DOS configuration that I wrote the programs back in the 1980s for by Dr. Alon, and we created all that. So there's no reason you need to go out as a former police officer. Did, did, uh, did the MPs give you an extra 10000 to stay at home every month? Hell no. Oh, no, <laughs> but they gave it to themselves. <laughs> and what did our Congress do when they passed the budget in the United States here recently? Billions and trillions? Oh, they snuck a little pay raise in for them. As you as a police officer, could you give yourself a pay, pay raise? And you were working harder than them? No. no. It's, it, it's ironic because at the moment, it's people say, oh, you know, we've got all this time on our hands. And I'm like, really? I'm working double the amount because everyone's moving their business online <laughs> and we're building I'm, brand and God knows what else. And, and what you're doing is making changes in people's lives, Steve. And that's what counts. You're going to leave your legacy making people better. And they're going to look back and say, Hey, because of Steve, I, I wanted to be a better person. And you know what? It only takes one of those people to make you smile. hundred percent. And you've just done it. You really have, because that, it's like, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, you're, you're not in this for the money. And do you know what? I have, a, I have a bad relationship with money in the fact that I'm not in it for the money. But so, and I have, I'm learning to reframe it because I, I do most of my, I, you know, I give my content away for free. Um, so I'm, I say bad relationship. I suppose I don't, I don't respect it because I don't need it to keep, I pay for what, what is required to be paid for. And, and I'm not worried if I've got 50 P in the bank because I know what's coming. That's budgeted and planned and everything for me. Yeah. It's per it's purpose. It's absolute purpose. And what is my purpose? And it's into, it's to impact a billion lives. That's why that's where the whole heart brand ethos comes from is to impact a billion lives. So if it, actually, so if I was or a billion hearts, as I say, so if I, if I were going to be rich, okay, I, for every heart, I charge him a pound. I'll be a billionaire, won't I? And yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's where I come from. So the money, money's important for, to buy the requirements of, you know, food, clothing, this, that, and the other. But when you go back to the actual real source of things, you just need your health. Without that, you have Nothing. Nothing. And, you know, and my health's taken a hit over the last few years. We've been diagnosed with bowel disease and stuff. And it's only now I've got the time to be actually by myself and sit and focus. I'm spending more time on myself. You know, my morning routine has kicked back in. I've redeveloped it. I've gone a different way. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm meditating every day. I'm, I'm, I'm reading every day. I'm writing every day. I'm doing exercise every day. I've changed my diet. And I'm doing it all in an hour. I've taken an hour and confined it into, you know, even just into 10 minute blocks. Yeah. And then this morning, you know, I got up an hour early to do my miracle morning because it was just, I'm excited to do it. And uh, there's so many people at the moment running around me like headless chickens and they're like, Oh, what are we going to do? What are we gonna do? I'm like, just stop. Yeah. Just stop, pause, take a breath and then take a few more breaths and then you and, and you're just you, you and then you know you need to be connecting with people not running around thinking i've lost this money i've lost that money i've lost this money i'm saving money staying at home no fuel Correct. bill i'm not eating out <laughs> i'm not drinking out you know i'm my my kids can't go shopping you know <laughs> we don't need the income that we were once used to um and this is the time to adapt and change and then look yeah. at what your purpose is and build that legacy
Speaking of that, where's your daughter? She is in the front room with her mum because it's technically Easter holidays and she says she's refusing to do um, homeschooling, but I am getting her to do some stuff. She's been working oh. in here with me. A child refusing. Oh, my goodness. She refuses for about three seconds, and I just look at her. <laughs> you know, that's she, all it takes is that look. You never have to raise your voice. No, not at all. Look. It's rare that I, I, I raise my voice at all. I look, and she's like, okay, Dad, yeah, I know you mean business. And I'm, I, I must be blessed with my, with my, with my girls because they're very, they're very good. You know, they're well-behaved. And I, I think I, I claim I'm the best dad in the world because I've got one failed marriage but a beautiful, perfect daughter, and I've got a great relationship with another beautiful, perfect daughter. And I'm thinking, do you know what? I've done something right. I'm the common denominator. <laughs> well, exactly. But that wasn't a failed marriage. That was the start of a wife. Okay, we'll, take, we'll go for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had a divorce, and you know, I know it. it I bless her, and, and I, she gave me a beautiful daughter, and yeah. uh, it, it was, it was, it was. What more could I want to ask for in life except beauty and blessings? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, my, I, we were six of one and a half a dozen of the other for my for my relationship. But you know what? The fact that I've that we we've, we've produced such a, a rounded young lady, um, that's a legacy to leave in its own. I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Cool. I think your routine, I think you're smart to keep a routine. Right now, everybody needs to focus on establishing that routine. I haven't changed my routine at all. Mm. Um, I have cleaned out uh, my garage. <laughs> I have cleaned out my house. I've cleaned every square inch that I didn't think needed cleaning. <laughs> and, but I, and I've worked on my, uh, my, my different properties and, uh, keeping the maintenance uh grass and lawn seed and straw so i think uh it's given me time to to rechannel anytime that i was going out or doing anything yeah. to just building my empire and i think that's my message to people is don't give up build your empire yeah good that led into my next question so yeah, tell me about tell that? me about this i was gonna say so what's next <laughs> Well, we're, we're doing the COVID-19 for the White House. We requested that last night uh, from the White House. And uh, we're working with them to show them that we can, we can get people back to work. We can, we can detect uh, the COVID-19 in your bloodstream from what it does to your body and how your body reacts with the antibodies okay. and the white blood cell. We're fine-tuning our AI with simulations. Uh, we started the simulations about one o'clock last night uh, with our Singapore office with Global Foundries, who is a great company to work with. They're amazing people. Um, with Adrian, who you've talked to Adrian before, who is yeah. our webmaster. And uh, then, of course, Annie, our software expert out of Dallas, and Paul Crowley out of Las Vegas. So we've got a team that's spread around. We were already working um, social distancing, yeah. so we're fine with that. And uh, we think that if this is implemented, it'll be able to go out and then eventually get into the phones as well. I mean, I would love to be able to see what vitamins my body needs to take instead of guessing. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Used to be a bodybuilder, remember? Yep. Back in the day. Yeah. And we had to guess what we needed to take. We kind of have that feeling but we don't really know or we'll talk to friends what if we use the power of the ai the power of millions hundreds of millions of people to define 
for our body type, our blood type, our energy levels, and what we want to accomplish to precisely tell us what vitamins and minerals we needed to take, or as you call them, vitamins and minerals. Yep. How useful for an app would that be than a walking app? That would be amazing because yeah. I, know, I know I need to get 10,000 steps. Who cares? You know, but actually to tell me what I need to put into my body to make it function better, even if it's just a matter of, do you know what? You could really, your joints four days ahead could do with some omega-3 oil in, um, cause you know, that I'm going to walk anyway. I'm going to get steps yeah. in. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the thing is, you know, not knowing the, the unknown and what have you. Yeah. It would be vital, vitally important. Now take all that data and give it to the CDC as it's happening live. And instead of guessing that this COVID-19 or this whatever pandemic only attacks certain people, they have all the data without the personal information because we value privacy. So yep. nobody's going to know who you are. But the data is stripped of personal information. And they're able to see it only attacks this age group. This person has this deficiency, this deficiency, and this minority is this race. Bum, bum, bum. Now, if we knew that precise information real time, how many more lives can the government save? Now, it makes you question, does the government want to save lives? Well, this is the question, is it? Because it would, it would save millions. You know, if you've got proactive health through artificial intelligence based on a device we've got in our pockets that we, most of us go to bed with, let's be fair, um, you've got to ask the question, is it, is it a pharma case that they're all, you know what, there's too much, there's too much money in pharmaceuticals? But imagine how much money, if they, if they thought about it in a, in a holistic and a very conscious way, how much more money is there in saving lives? Well, I agree with you. And I think from my viewpoint, instead, I take, let's see, vitamin C in the morning. I take a multimineral. I take a, a joint for my joints. And then I take like 14 medications. If my body said, I don't need those 14 prescriptions, and I need this, this, and this, and this, yep. and all these other vitamins I want to maintain for muscle weightlifting because it can see my calorie burn. It can see my time of exercise. It says you need these, these, and these. Actually, I think we'll be able to, the pharmaceuticals will be able to more precisely target yeah. than, than thinking the old school way. We're going to lose money if this is out there. Yeah, they're thinking, it's, it's that way thinking. It's backward thinking that they've got. They're thinking, you know, we're, they're living in their past. If they live in the future, and there's a, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of people that are, you know, you see the intelligence and, and, and product that's coming out with, you know, even Apple, you know, you look at those type of people, you know, and Samsung. I know that Apple are your friends, <laughs> so I couldn't resist. <laughs> oh, you, you are just so cruel. You know, it's been a year since that Apple incident. And, really? And it took me a year to get over that problem. And I think, you know, we're in discussions with different companies. I'm not going to go in them because of the non-disclosure agreements. I'm going to respect their privacy. But these companies, they're there to sell you something. I'm there to help you and show you and let the devices show you what you need to take. And if somebody benefits because you're buying more of these, these supplements and this and this, we're not pushing from a commercial perspective. We're pushing to help you maintain that better health. You're pushing from a place proactive of health. Proactive, proactive health. 
Absolutely. Forget this reactive. Right now, our whole world is based on reactive. We, we react when we get sick. You're, you know when your body's going to get sick. You feel it's coming. That's MBO. But you don't know what it is. You think it's a flu or it's this or that. But what if we knew? What if, our, what if these devices we carry, in your case that you go to bed with, uh, uh, no, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. Uh, but I think that if we tune these devices to us individually, yep. shared that over the AI with our technology in private, these systems will be able to long increase our longevity, increase our health, make these pandemics before they become a pandemic stop when it sees that that enter your system or your body reacting because it's entered your system. We need to change. There was a once an individual, his name was Robert Shaw. He was the grandson of Run Run Shaw out of Hong Kong. Robert would be funny, we're driving we're we're both trash, drunk. I uh, forgive me, that's not an acceptable term in most worlds. But we're driving his Rolls Royce. He's driving his Rolls Royce in Vancouver. And he goes, Robert, act sober. And I, I couldn't understand why he was calling me his name, but that was my name too. He said, <laughs> when you're drunk, you're a drug. He's, I don't do that anymore. So he goes, Robert, no past, no future. And to this day, I always remember that in everything I do. No past, no future. Without change, there is no change. And that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to show people a better way to live and to grow yep. together. So hope that helps. Mate, it's been amazing. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm very, very grateful you've come on and shared with us your story, your journey, what you're doing in the world, because it's, it's vitally needed right now. But in, in all honesty, what I really wanted to get from you to share with my listeners was the fact that, you know, you're a man of purpose. You're not, you know, you, you, you're not letting anything hold you back. No matter what challenges have been put in front of you and they are massive challenges. Let's be fair. I mean, I watched your Ted talk from the sidelines and I was like, Holy shit. And then I was like, and then I got to spend some time with you later on. And it was very, very humbling. And we've been friends ever since. And it's, you know, you jump on my Facebook lives and you abuse me. And it's lovely. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you saw my TED Talk, you hated me. Never. Oh, you said that was a wanker. I remember the comments. <laughs> I know what a wanker means. I, I remember you talking to your uh, ex-wife. <laughs> Behave yourself. <laughs> oh, but having said that, I want you guys to be one of the first ones to hear it. We're going to be on BBC. Cool. Tell me about that. I can't tell you the details, but outrageous. I'll let, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know the date of the airing. Okay, fantastic. That'd be great. And you're the first ones to know that that will be aired. And when I know the date, I'll let you guys know the date. Cool. And that was a live interview that was done remotely. Brilliant. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So listen, I appreciate everything, Steve. And if you guys ever need anything, anybody needs to contact me, they can reach out through Steve or through Facebook. I'm always around somewhere. And I'm very responsive. Um, very very responsive. responsive. So where can everyone find out about you and your, and your product? What, give, give us the name of the brand again. Global Identity. Global Identity. <laughs> it's, it's so I've been sharing a, your Facebook videos. 
Yeah, it's kind of a joke because when I wasn't focused on the business aspects of the company when uh, Washington called me and said they wanted to invest into the company. And I said, well, how much do I give them percentage? I, I don't know. Well, what are you going to call your company? They said, we got to follow the paperwork. And we said, oh, we'll call it you are the ID because essentially what our system does is make you the ID. And so I said, let's register you are the ID LLC. We just switched finally um, the official name, even though we had been using the official name since the original date two years ago to globalidentity.com so global yeah. identity instead of identity it's identity for electronic okay. identification cool. so you are the ideas our kind of motto yeah love it brilliant right my friend i'm going to get straight to work and edit this get it sorted i want it out on monday absolutely you have a great day i will you too you take care keep and keep well and keep in touch <laughs> god bless take care my friend bye-bye so I don't know what your thoughts are on that podcast, but I tell you, it was very, very deep and moving. Robert is a, a an amazing man with amazing experiences. And the fact that what he hasn't shared with you in that podcast is that when he was diagnosed, he was told he had three years to live. Um, that's part of what's in his um, TED Talk. And I will, please, I suggest you check it out. I will put it in the show notes for you because it is very, very emotive. The man is building a legacy, not for himself as such. It's, he's building a legacy in the fact that he wants to have and provide to the world proactive health for the greater good of our planet it's for the world it's a purpose which is huge absolutely huge really really poignant and really really vital so my advice to you what is your purpose identify it. what's your why let's start there what is the big thing about your life right now look at it evaluate it come on this is your time stop messing about saying we'll wait for the government to sort this out sort that out you have got the time and you have got something burning deep inside you it doesn't have to be world peace or world health it could be just to have a better neighborhood it could be just to have a better town or city or to provide a better service in your industry or niche please pull your finger out make the time now for you because there is no better time right now all the businesses out there in history have shown that they well not all of them let's just face it i'm getting a bit carried away but businesses are renowned for pulling back their marketing spend and not marketing their business because they've got nothing to sell right now you're in a position where you can build brand and you can build a legacy focus on your brand and legacy i talk about um, quite a lot um two brands from the war one was kellogg's and one was post they were both food industry um businesses however which one do you know of now Kellogg's because they put money into their marketing spend they put time and effort into their marketing spend they didn't go crazy but they focused on marketing their business and building a brand rather than selling products Post brought it all back in and they're not well they're nothing now compared to Kellogg's are they anyway I've had my salty rant my friends go and take action you've got no time like the present um, and I wish you all well if you've got any questions you know where to find me go take action right now So my friends, remember to take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Instagram stories and your tweets at Mr. Steve Thompson. And don't forget to use the hashtag #TeaWithSteve. Also, let me know where you're tuning in from. We want to know how far across this planet we are impacting a billion lives. And let me know how this episode has had an impact on you. If you haven't already, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes because it really does help us to reach more people so we can help them build their heart brand and build the business of them. Enjoy the rest of your week. It is full of opportunities. Remember, 
be authentic, have an impact and continue to grow. Take care, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode.